I'm Hannah Trump, and this is Hypocritical, a podcast from Powbox where we discuss security, technology, and compliance news with healthcare industry leaders. Artificial intelligence, or AI, isn't anything new, but its place in healthcare certainly is. After all, much of the industry still relies on decades-old technology like the fax machine. At some point, every industry has heard that machines or computers will be taking over every job. But here in 2021, that's just not true. So I would like to pose the question, should we consider that some tasks are just better suited for artificial intelligence? Because earlier in the summer, I read an article on how AI wrote a better phishing email than a human. If in a recent test, a machine found a way to outsmart us in our inboxes, shouldn't we be using the brain power of our employees for actual tasks that can move your company forward? Human error is the cause of so many HIPAA breaches and violations. Employees entering information manually into a system or listening to a voicemail in public are two ways data can be accidentally leaked. If we shift the focus of what AI can do to hurt us to what AI can do to help us, a company can grow and mitigate risk more efficiently. Here at Powbox, we're all in when it comes to AI and secure email for healthcare. We recently created a HIPAA-compliant voicemail AI bot for a customer because the organization was worried about PHI leaks from overheard voicemails in public. The man leading this charge is our founder CEO, Hawala Grevy. He is also my guest today. For those who don't know him, Secure Email has been on Hawala's brain for probably longer than he'd like to admit, but he's always working on new ways to alleviate InfoSec pain points in healthcare. It's why he's the perfect person to explore how email AI and AI bots can launch our industry into new heights of technology and information security. Hi, Hawala. Welcome back to Hypocritical. I'd like to just jump in at the re- at the very beginning. You describe email AI as anything that hasn't been done yet, but what exactly does that mean in the tangible business sense? Hi, Hannah. Yeah, sure. So during the pandemic, we've been staying in touch with our customers, answering them, asking them questions about trends we see in the market. And so mm-hmm. one of the big trends for us is we've seen email use go up and not down. In, in fact, quite a bit up. One example is many of our mid-market and enterprise customers have taken advantage of the pandemic in a sense to catch up on projects they've wanted to do for some time now. And one mm-hmm. of them has been replacing the physical fax machines and converting those fax numbers to e-faxes or fax to email. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still need to have a fax number because of the third parties they deal with. But now these things are coming in as email attachments. And so again, that's more email coming in, not less. Less printers are being used, more emails being sent. This, of course, flows with a hybrid remote environment. And then therein lies the opportunity for email AI is taking that influx of new email and providing workflow automation for our customers. And this is also known as robotic process automation or RPA. So that's a really excited one. It's like exciting one there is um, taking the email, not all of it, mm-hmm. but certain types of email and auto- doing workflow automation, business process automation. This actually leads me right into my next question is we recently launched a HIPAA compliant voicemail feature for a customer that was built with email AI. Can you give our <laughs> listeners a more in-depth overview on this feature and how it came to be? Sure. So we do Zoom social mixers once a month. Any listener to our podcast would know this. You mentioned this at the end of our podcast with an open invite. I do. And yes. And on a July Zoom social mixer, uh, one of our customers said, hey, um, I have this problem where our corporate voicemail system sends an email audio attachment 
that person doesn't pick up the phone on their work line. And I'm afraid that they'll open these attachments in public on their smartphones and some sensitive stuff will be in that voicemail. You know, what can you do about that? So it was sending a audio file to someone's email that they could then listen to and then there could potentially be PHI heard out loud? Yeah, especially if it's sent to a doctor, physician, who knows, right? It's mm-hmm. a it's a regional healthcare provider, hundreds if not thousands of employees, lots of opportunities for risk there. Okay. And and he saw it as how can Powerbox help us reduce our risk for this particular problem? So what we ended up doing was we we set up our email AI for each customer that wants it. And we look for the presence of an audio file. We open the audio file. We apply natural language processing to it, NLP. And we transcribe what's said in the message into text. And we insert that text at the bottom of the email sent by the voicemail system. And the attachment's still part of the email, but now the end user gets to just scroll on their phone and read the voicemail. Which and is what they is want a, to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Who wants to download and wait? And then, you know, when it's just easier to just scroll on your phone and you see mm-hmm. the same thing. And what's great about this solution is uh, the transcription is so accurate that they don't want to open it anyway, because the faster thing to do is just scroll and read. Mm-hmm. So it's reliable, it's secure, and it's easy to use. And it fits all three big ideas at Powbox, right? Security, reliability, and ease of use. And so we immediately knew that this was something we needed to build. And we built it within six days, rolled it out, got happy customers using it. And that's our first foray into email AI. Are there any other AI bots that we're testing behind the scenes that you could mention or things that are on the horizon that we'd like to test? Oh, yeah, sure. So we have a behavioral health organization in Florida, and they're looking to automate some of their referral uh, business workflows. And so this is for providing services for their, their patient population. They get referrals from other social workers, court system, mm-hmm. uh, any variety of uh, places for their clients. And they need to get that information and put it into their EHR system, which is specifically made for behavioral health. And this is basically emails coming in, someone at that org opening the email and then transcribing or copy paste manual input, basically, mm-hmm. into their EHR system. So what we proposed is, hey, we're already providing you folks inbound email security, ransomware, exact protect, phishing protection, etc. We're seeing all the email flow through anyway. Why don't we set up a system whereby we identify these referral-based emails coming in, we'll parse those emails, and input that data into your EHR system. A simple idea, not easy to do because, hey, this is healthcare. Everything's <laughs> complicated. Uh, and we're heads down on that now. And I think there's a lot of applications for other EHR systems out there. So pretty exciting stuff. Our customer can't wait to see this thing done because they've got a set of dominoes sitting Mm -hmm. behind it of other workflows they want to automate. I was going to say, can you give us some more examples of maybe simpler things that AI can do or things that automation workflows that people wouldn't even think about that this bot can take over? Yeah. So I guess to, um, you know, if we look at our own business at Powbox, there's very little that business correspondence that happens just in our physical mailbox, right? Um, Mm -hmm. 
if we hire an employee in a new state, we got to go set up, uh, you know, we got to go register with that state's unemployment system. And, and oftentimes that's a, that's a paper-based workflow. But other than that, every invoice, every receipt, every, you know, all that stuff flows in on email. So, you know, whether it's tying to an accounting system, uh, a billing system, uh, a CRM system, EHR, all this stuff's happening in email. And mm-hmm. we're going to rely on our customers and customer feedback to uh, kind of point us in the direction of where to go next. But it just seems like um, there's just so much opportunity here. And again, especially on that EFAX example I explained earlier, we know with 100% certainty, any EFAX coming in to our patient, to our customers' inboxes, there's a human opening that email and doing manual work, which, you know, we've defined as a human endpoint, which is a term I learned about in a book on email AI I recently read. And again, a human endpoint is when you have two systems or two sets of software that can't talk to each other, there's a human in the middle providing duct tape, i.e. manual input data Mm -hmm. entry to glue them together. And why not use software for that, specifically email AI software? Exactly. I feel the same way. There are so many things that humans are doing that are so antiquated that can just be pushed into the future with an AI bot. Uh, A little earlier, you mentioned that our voicemail transcription service uses natural language processing. This is a tool that I have read has actually been used to create an AI as a service for cybersecurity threats, especially with phishing campaigns. What are some? What is some information that we can learn from AI bots about how they are how they are built on to prey on human error? Yeah. So I guess for me personally, um, I don't have any firsthand experience uh, when it comes to phishing detection or phishing simulation when it comes to AI bots, but we are currently heads down in that arena as well. So I look forward to returning to Hypocritical in the near future to provide my findings. Oh, don't worry. Um, I'll pick your brain about it. Don't worry. How do you think machine learning can change how we view phishing spam and ransomware? Yeah, this is a perfect example for um, AI to provide value here. So as we see phishing and ransomware uh, campaigns continuously evolve, it gets very hard for a human mind to programmatically insert logic into an email security system mm-hmm. to keep up with these threats. There just seem there gets to be at some point too many connections for the human mind to uh, have in in their head and to make the correct assumption with at scale. And so this is really where machine learning and AI come in handy, where you're providing uh, correctly labeled data sets. In our case, what's good email and what's bad email, and then providing enough correctly labeled data so where the machine learning algorithm can provide deeper insight that a human uh, wouldn't be able to do. And that's really a strong suit of, of ML. And so we're heads down in that currently as we speak. And the, uh, you know, the clever part about this whole thing is um, we see tons of this every day coming in because we provide inbound security. So it's just a matter of sorting the data and then training the data and then using that those new learnings to provide benefit across our entire platform of customer base uh, to provide uh, greater phishing detection. Because uh, that's that's what they, our customers want. The spam, kind of a subjective thing, kind of depends on the recipient. But we know 100% people don't want phishing and ransomware attacks. Mm-hmm. So how do you, th- do you think that email AI and AI bots will be the future of cybersecurity and healthcare? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
if done correctly, they can and should be. This is the perfect use case for AI. Uh, and we look to provide uh, leadership in that direction, especially for email AI as a as a concept. It, it, there's very little being done with it right now. Mm-hmm. I think something that can scare people when it comes to new technology or artificial intelligence is that AI is going to replace all of our jobs. Do you think that AI will be able to replace a compliance officer or IT managers in the future? No, I think it'll um, be a nice complement to them. So if we look at, if we think about artificial intelligence, what it's really doing is providing uh, more and cheaper access to prediction, uh, a democratization of prediction, if you will. So mm-hmm. in the case of our voicemail transcription robot, uh, the NLP is providing a prediction on what that text, that that voicemail is actually saying. And if the prediction is accurate enough, then that's providing new insight for the human. Uh, and then they can make a judgment call from there. So there's always going to be humans needed to, to make judgment calls. But if they can leverage AI to provide them more accurate and cheaper prediction, then they'll be more valuable and more highly paid in their job. So when it comes to compliance officers and IT managers, um, I think they will learn to, to view this as a as a complementary uh, toolkit for them, mm-hmm. another feather in their hat, if you will, something you'd want to take with you across jobs. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a curveball question, but do you think that email AI could be used or trained to give personalized phishing campaigns or tests to employees based off of their own email, their own inbox usage? Oh yeah, for sure. I have skimmed an article recently where they they provided some uh, theoretical ways to do this, and that would be. Um, not very much of a stretch for us to provide that as a value add to our customers as well. Mm-hmm. Once we get uh, you know more comfortable with with email AI as it relates to phishing, why not Definitely. include a phishing simulation? Uh, yeah, because we we tell everyone that education is a big key in cybersecurity hygiene and health. And if your employees are not tested and they're you know you're not putting their education to the test, then you are really opening your company up to a HIPAA violation or a data breach. Yeah, that would be a, a nice add-on for us to provide, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, Halala, thank you for joining me today. Is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know about email AI? Uh, we are talking about this often in our, our monthly Zoom social mixers. So mm-hmm. please join us if you're a customer or currently talking to our sales team and thinking about becoming a customer. Uh, we actually do listen and take action on the things discussed in them. Yes, I will put my information at the end of this episode so you can email me if you'd like to attend one of our social mixers. Well, thanks again, Hoala. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. To learn more about email AI or to get started with Palbox Email Suite, please head to palbox.com. Are you registered to attend our next free social mixer? Join us on September 23rd to network within the industry and we'll send you a complimentary beverage to your door that day. Please email me at Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H at paulbox.com and I will get you registered. Our fourth annual Healthcare Cybersecurity and Innovation Conference, Palbox Secure, has been rescheduled to March 23rd and 24th. It will take place at the Park MGM in Las Vegas. Head to palboxsecure.com for more information. As always, you can listen to every episode of Hypocritical on palbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hypocritical. I'm your host, Hannah Trump, signing off.